Welcome back to the Talk and Chop podcast brought to you by the folks at Chief of Staff KC. Uh, glad to have you back, Lucas. How was your Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was great, man. feels good to be back. We safely ate a well, too much turkey and too much pie. There you and go. We're back on the grind now, and we're back here. So I appreciate you bringing me back. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, sounds like my Thanksgiving. But, yeah, uh, yeah this week we're joined uh, by former jock-turned-entrepreneur mm-hmm. T.J. Roberts of Farm Bureau Financial. Uh, TJ, stoked to have you here this week. Thanks for filling in last second, by the way. And uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, man. Well, thank you first for letting me be here. Of course, yeah. Um, you know, it's always great to get to network with awesome young entrepreneurs. Uh, Thanksgiving for me was quiet. Yeah. I'm from a big family, so yeah. Thanksgiving for me was nice to be quiet. It was just me and my dog. And then, sure. um, what kind of I, dog do you have? Uh, Yorkie Maltese. Okay. People laugh yeah. at me for that, but no, I don't. Yeah. I can't even picture what that looks like. I'll have to look it seven up. Pound, <laughs> seven pounds of cuteness. There you go. There like you go. right there. So yeah, that's my little boy. And um, uh, I had a good friend of mine who actually won just recently from the pitch the best consignment store. One of my nice. friends, Jenny, she introduced or she invited me to her house for Thanksgiving. So oh. I got to have Thanksgiving nice, in a unique way with them. And then I called my parents and that kind of thing. It was cool. Nice. So it was nice. actually like real chill. I was like really <laughs> thankful for that sure. just because my family is so crazy. Yeah, man. Sure. It's like 30 people. Just crazy. Hopefully next year we can get back to the big family gatherings and, and what we all know and love, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I think the times today has created a lot of challenges mm-hmm. and new changes that we've all made our best efforts to adapt to. And yeah. some of that's been good and some of that's been difficult, right? Yeah, so. which we'll get into. For yeah. sure, yeah. But yeah, TJ's got a number of really cool things going on and we'll kind of go over uh, everything he's working on. Uh, but he also played ball at K-State, so he's got a unique perspective into the football side of things. So, <laughs> yeah, um, But yeah, the Chiefs moved to 10-1 uh, and one with their sixth straight game, uh, sixth straight win over mm-hmm. the Tampa Bay Bucks uh, last Sunday. Hell of an offensive performance. We'll get into that, mm-hmm. uh, as well as our preview for Sunday night against the Broncos uh, coming up here. But first, we're bringing you our positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff KC, your local trusted talent scouts. Uh, we'll bring you the best accounting and finance, admin and uh, marketing. There mm-hmm. you go. Operations, mm-hmm. sales, and HR talent that Kansas City has to offer. Lucas, what do you got this week? All right, so I pitched a company um, that I said you could retire a millionaire a few weeks ago. So we have a, another exciting position with this same company. Um, it's going to be located on the Kansas side. It's actually a little bit higher level role. So we worked on an AP specialist position last time. There's going to be a staff accountant role. So already you can see the vertical growth there um, within those two positions. And then there's even more further on up. Um, you know, probably three to five years of experience. Corporate accounting would be preferred. Um, construction industry, so like AIA billing, um, attention to like the AR side of things, some more on those receivables would be a a good emphasis or focus on this position. Uh, But you're also going to have a lot of the day-to-day operational side as well, reconciliations, general ledger work, et cetera. So um, really good company, robust benefits, and and can take you a long ways in your career. So give me a shout. Yeah. Uh, And mine on the operations side is actually a financial operations position. Um, It's kind of a confidential search, so I can't really say too much detail. I don't know why I picked these ones to talk about (laughs) on the podcast, but um, it's actually going to move quick here before the end of the year. I need to have experience in the financial um, industry, kind of 
daily transactions, daily reconciliations, just kind of running those trades, things like that. Um, very high level position uh, with a really cool company as well um, nice. here locally. So if that sounds of interest or if you know someone that's looking right now before the end of the year, let us know. And uh, before we jump into things, I do want to give a quick shout out to our chief of staff team. We actually staffed, what was it, like 80 contract roles in the last two weeks. We've been um, grinding. It's been a grind here before yeah. Thanksgiving, but just shout out to our whole team. You guys yeah. killed it. Um, and yeah, way to go. And for any clients that are watching, right? You need a, a large <laughs> exactly. workforce there you go. Uh, quickly mobilized with a, a good group of people. Hey, we would yeah. love to assist. Yeah. All right, take it away, man. TJ, thank you for being here with us this week, man. Um, you know, I'm excited to get to know you better. We were joking about how I was trying to find you on LinkedIn before this, and I, I'd love to hear a little bit more about, you know, not only your background, but the transition from, you know, football to entrepreneurship. So yeah. if you'll elaborate a little bit on that for us. Well, uh, I think, like, it kind of plays within my background. My dad was an entrepreneur, whether he would like to admit it or not. Mm -hmm. um, sure. he, he owned a business, and... Um, my dad is also a pastor, so, you know, part of growing up was seeing him operate as, like, a leader and as a as a business owner, mm -hmm. and so um, I took things that I liked and let go of things that I didn't, mm -hmm. like any parent uh, mm -hmm. to a kid relationship is, and so I just kind of followed the things that I really loved and the things that I was passionate about, and then just, like, you know, I've had conversations with you, Emerson, about this, just, you know, how to kind of bridge the gap between taking something that is, you know, white and black on a wall, mm -hmm. but why white stands out against black mm -hmm. and vice sure. versa and bringing like the two almost opposite people in one room and just seeing what would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's been something that I've been really passionate about. And so it's kind of gotten me into, you know, insurance. It's gotten me into coffee. It's gotten me into networking and, and like advocating in our communities and building, you know, other others up. Mm -hmm. I think recognition is a really big part of that. And so I just try to do the best of my ability in all of those facets. And then, you know, um, I, I'd like to think that I have like uh, a place in the tech business world um, with some endeavors that I'm working on with a new invention here in Kansas City yeah, that would be sure. based. So. Um, you know, like seeing things KC based and seeing the pride behind the city and the mm -hmm. entrepreneurial spirit that's behind it. Mm -hmm. I really kind of want to encapsulate that and be a kind of building a dream team and a mm -hmm. culture like we talked mm -hmm. to Emerson of of people that are younger than us that are going to be handed this baton in their business yeah. industry. Um, but wanting to take, again, the good from it that sure. like our predecessors gave us mm -hmm. to, you know, um, like work from, but also like how to tweak and make better and how to make it more equitable for others in our, com you know, in our, in yeah. our culture, in our co so community. I kind of had a little bit of a, a brief stint in insurance world as well. Really? You know, With who? Yeah, well, State you Farm. Like, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay, no, sorry. that's all right. That's all right. And, and there's the Rogers rate and, and mm. what the Mahomes, yeah, uh, what's Pat, it called? The Pat's Mahomes, Price or something. Oh, yeah, something Patrick's like Price. I yeah. Don't know. We'll see. So <laughs> talk to me a little bit about though. It's Farmers, right? Farm, farm Bureau. Farm Bureau. I'm sorry. You, so, no, you're fine. So talk to me how you found that opportunity and, and what you're doing now. Yeah, so I actually started uh, when I graduated from K-State. I graduated early and moved to Kansas City followed a girl in a job and that was uh AAA insurance got it mm -hmm. yep. and um AAA insurance was a great opportunity for me to like learn the sales industry and insurance mm -hmm. specifically um customer service and relationship building as well as um just the the mentoring process where you know you're working w with people and then like an 
another month goes by and you see someone else fill the desk beside you because the turnover rate is yeah. so high mm -hmm. as you can mm -hmm. attest to, right? Yeah. So, you know, that mentorship aspect of having someone come in when I was new, not knowing the answers, sure. you know, at K-State, I kind of always tell people the story. Like one of the first people that actually like really like said, hey, who are you and how can I was, was actually John Hubert uh, at K-State and, um, and uh, Tyler Lockett. Mm -hmm. And the two are completely different types of leadership styles. Um, but I appreciated both for what they were and mm -hmm. what they provided in my life. Um, but what I realized in that is being the new guy in the room, it's nice to know someone yeah. mm -hmm. and to create a friend quick. And so um, that was a big process of me learning the playbook, learning the culture mm -hmm. of the team. Even though I was from Wamego, Kansas, right outside of Manhattan, I knew that when I actually got on campus, there were buildings I'd never been to mm -hmm. that I had like walked or driven past a million times, mm -hmm. right? And I had never played in a football uniform on the field of Kate, Bill Snyder's family stadium. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, so there was like a huge nuance of newness to that. Yeah, so even if sure. you're, you've sold insurance before and you're like joining a new company and it's your first day, like I was the person that wanted to help. Right, yeah. Um, essentially, and so um, that was just a big aspect that kind of got me into insurance where I, actually found that job through like a job fair nice. at k-state and um at k-state on the football team you don't have time to do the uh summer internship programs mm -hmm. yeah. and different opportunities like that so for me it was more like here's my resume you know <laughs> do you like sure. me yeah. kind of sure. thing and and you know with my background you know even back in high school i did sales and i knew that that was something i loved mm -hmm. So I guess insurance was kind of that, that key trait with um, a mentor that I have. His name's Mitch Messner. And um, he just like told me like the everyday life of an insurance agent is what you want to make it. Mm -hmm. And you get to be a leader in your community and you get to like be a positive impact to others. And, mm -hmm. and then you get to help them save money, hopefully with their insurance costs. Sure. Um, and so I actually told him about my dad being a pastor and he mm -hmm. was a Christian. And so we just really jived well. And I realized that I could kind of do my dad, you know, if I wanted to be a pastor, which good gosh, <laughs> I won't cuss, but good, yeah. Um, just, you know, I didn't want to be a pastor, but if I would want to put that kind of, you know, bullet point focus objective, you know, job that a pastor has, if I wanted to apply that to my job mm -hmm. and whatever I did. Sure. That's kind of how I could do it, right. you know, and I would right. have the authority to do that. And so that's kind of how insurance really fell into my lap that way. Um, right. And then, I, you know, I was telling you about the financial literacy gap between mm -hmm. an African-American and, and white people and just that understanding itself. And so as I got into insurance, I started realizing as I dug deeper and deeper the disparity of mm -hmm. my culture, the blinders that our culture has uh, on both spectrums. Um, you know, I'm the only African-American employed by the company that's a male uh, wow. here in the state of Kansas. Um, there's maybe six employees out of the 1,800 agents, if that, um, out of the eight states that are with the company. Mm -hmm. um, in Kansas City, I guarantee you, I, I had a conversation with Jill Hathaway this morning, but I think maybe 10 or less insurance agents in Kansas City Metro are African-Americans. And so you just start asking questions. Yeah. And I'm like, our culture, our young entrepreneurial culture is just, why? 
Why is that happening? Sure. What does that mean? Like, what is the relationship between this statistic and how reality looks? Mm -hmm. And as I lived in KCK and drove to Leewood, or as I like to say, Lee Hood, (laughs) um, (laughs) the disparity in understanding financial literacy was way different. Yeah. And so I figured I needed to find a way to navigate and connect these two together and then seeing people be philanthropic along the way. Um, Owning a business is not fun. And so when I went to start, I thought it'd be fun to start an insurance business. So I started Farm Bureau in 2015. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, I'm the only one that's African-American in the company. And that has presented a ton of challenges Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, we we. Uh, as a small company are working on and, and wanting to improve, which is, is nice to, to see that. Um, but I think along the way, just as the small business owners, like we typically are selfish people. Like we take care of our bills, we pay our staff, we mm-hmm. pay our taxes, even though we hate it, mm-hmm. you know, but we're really focused from the open to close period. And, you know, if we're lucky to have the time off, which most of us aren't, you know, we're able to like do things with our family and sure. have that time. Sure. And I just felt like maybe a couple of years back after working with nonprofit after nonprofit, and that's something that's probably unique to me as a business owner, mm-hmm. where I will work with nonprofits and I will schedule a day and I will invite my entire book of business to come and serve that nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And the benefit that I get out of that and the joy that I have is that I see my clients from Leewood, yeah. my clients from Overland Park, Mission, all over the place, coming to one place to serve a entire community like Mm -hmm. Kansas City Metro so um so I love getting to be involved in that way and being that connector um and so but seeing that and talking with nonprofits I got to realize that if you talk to nonprofits and they say you know well the smallest amount of money we raise is from small business owners Mm -hmm. you know we get more from just people that are kind we get more from J.E. Dunn we get more from those companies but these small business owners don't do much. And so that was really where I started to think about being more philanthropic through my business. Sure. No, I really appreciate you sharing your story. Sorry, That's great. That no, so you're good. <laughs> and, you know, you, I, speaking from experience, if you guys are trying to shop your rates this Christmas, <laughs> reach, reach out to TJ. Thank you. The name and the smile right here is he's going to take care of you versus those progressive and those those phone call For centers sure. that don't have somebody backing you. So give, yeah. me, give me a shout. Yeah, well, TJ and Sorry. I, we randomly enough met uh, on a comment of a LinkedIn post and yeah. then you know, quickly <laughs> became friends after that. But uh, we got coffee a couple weeks ago For and sure. just to kind of tie into what you're talking about, like, one of the things I respected most, uh, you know, about what you're consistently saying is just your commitment to building community in this city. And so, uh, one of the cool things that you were mm-hmm. talking about is, you know, your coffee background and, and wanting to, you know, kind of curate your own vibe yeah. of, uh, you know, just community and mission. And so, can you kind of tell us a little bit more about that project? Yeah, essentially, like that's a project that I've kind of been working on from, like, just in passing with people and connecting and all my meetings and insurance. Mm-hmm. If anyone wants coffee, I'm the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I always have meetings with coffee. So I'll buy you a cup of coffee and we'll talk insurance. But uh, if we're not doing that, um, you know, essentially, I, like I was telling you, coffee creates community. Yep. It really does. How many times you look into a cafe and just see one person sitting by themselves? It's people connecting with one mm-hmm. another, doing business deals and Regardless, it's two people working together. And so that's community. And wanting to create a cafe that would be a part of the community of where it was at, 
uh, was influential for me, but also to see that be a representation of an African-American and an insurance agent where that would be the best way for me to be represented to other African-American children. Awesome. And, and wanting them to understand, like if you're in insurance or if you're just doing anything in a professional service industry, you have an obligation to give back to your community, yeah. not because uh, you're forced to, but because you can. Yeah, sure. And so that was just part of that opportunity and like really exercising different methods, um, doing my own research. And so that created um, this idea of, uh, kinship coffee and 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 having that be an opportunity where it'd be a cafe that people could come and have meetings and opportunities mm -hmm. with one another but also could um, experience a full service um, coffee service you know uh, so you know it's a different concept there's no registers there's no like it's an open concept it, there's it's actually based from some uh, cafe models out in west coast mm -hmm. um, in san francisco and so the whole design is really for you as the customer to have full control the second you walk through the door so if you go That's to starbucks right, right yeah. now you sit in line or mm -hmm. you go yeah. to anywhere else you really do sit in line mm -hmm. um dude just do mobile Come yeah. on, man! Stop. Yeah. We're we're done with the line. Like we can't even we can't even do <laughs> it good. because we got to be six yeah. feet apart. That's anyway, so True. you know exactly. So either do that or sit down and I'll and I'll come give you your cup of coffee, however sure. way you want it. So sure. just different ideas like that, and having the cafe be a, a opportunity by day to be a coffee shop and a bar lounge sure because i do want to serve liquor there you uh, go come on gotcha. um but also but also you know at, at four o'clock the after school programs start the tutoring mentorship programs start mm -hmm. the business seminars start yeah. the opportunity to have different opportunities for um, families mothers husbands fathers all of that to have those access to the resources like i was talking about yeah. the disparity mm -hmm. to have just a platform that people like you who want to help others can just come in and plug and play yeah, you know Love and it. so that's just what we were connecting yeah. on and you know and and if if that happens great during COVID, i mean it's <laughs> been looking like that will happen but it's just going to be slower so yeah. i mean but at the end of the day like i'm just passionate about that man yeah, and, sure. and it doesn't really I don't know. I, I've I've gotten to meet an ama amazing amount of people in KCK um, down in that community that are like would be gangbusters for that. And sure. so I'm really excited to bring something like that um, awesome. to an area that definitely needs it. Well, that's why we love having these young entrepreneurs on our show, these fresh ideas, these, these really cool, exciting, unique, um, you know, projects that can roll out. And yeah. so with that being said, we love asking everybody just these rapid fire questions at the that's end. And, and you'd be a great example and hopefully have some of these ready to rock and roll. So with that being said, a first down would be a recent success that led to sequential success. So a first down for your company or something that you've personally had lately, we're gonna ask you for a sack, which is a recent setback or failure as of late that you had to overcome. Uh, and then a Hail Mary, uh, Patrick Mahomes style, be mm. a lofty goal you have as a small business owner for the end of this year or even next year since we're so close. Yeah. Um. So the first down would definitely just, I mean, did I hit it lucky? Uh, my first client was a uh, owner of a, a very successful business that continues to give me business on a monthly basis there you go so uh, awesome first that down. was that was five years ago so oh, yeah. i think it's worked yes <laughs> uh and i and i appreciate them greatly they're awesome people um uh sack sack would be covid but i can't use that because that's too easy <laughs> i think i think literally everyone <laughs> has um, the same but people, yeah. i mean i would just say no, 
I mean, man. Um, well, it's good that you got to rack your brain for one. Yeah. Well, I have to pick which one is the worst. <laughs> That's the one. It's like, which one do you Love pick? The uh, I would say, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I would say COVID, but I would say that it would be what COVID did to my business partner. Mm-hmm. What COVID did because my secretary has, you know, thank God she's alive, is uh, going through chemo with breast cancer that was diagnosed this year. Oh, wow. Um, to my mom going into psychiatric care, mm-hmm. to uh, my dad being a pastor, not being able to have and run his right. church, right. to all these. I mean, there's a multitude. Yeah. So I couldn't pick one, dude. But if I could pick one, um, man, it would have to be, <laughs> I'm going to try not to get emotional. It would have to be just the state of like shock sure. that people have had with the racial inequality. Yeah, That would probably be my biggest one. Um, just because I've witnessed things in my life. I was one of the first African-Americans to graduate from my high school. I've experienced racism from the day I was born in that community. Um, it's just surprising how like small minded people actually have looked and then how far we have not come Mm -hmm. to the reality that we are finally seeing today. Sure. That it's not the same. And, and, and thankfully, we have people like Mayor Lucas, Kiana Sinks, Turo Ray, mm-hmm. Busy Benton, Wesley Hamilton. I mean, I could just go on and yeah. on about the people I know that just want to do some amazing work for their culture, yeah. but just for people. Sure. And that's just like David Oliver. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. a, I mean, just awesome people that right. are wanting, you know, Aaron. Right, Aaron Full. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's just a lot of people that are actually pushing that envelope, I agree. and I and I appreciate them and you, because that's how we met. You know, right. and that's if we are 65 years old and we are talking at a table yeah. <laughs> about how we met to our grandchildren. Right, dude. Right. I mean, that's that's what the impact is, and people yeah. don't realize we have to continue to reach below. Like we have to continue. Someone reached out to me today and they were like, you should like mentor young children. And I'm like, man, everyone should. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Or wherever, Mm -hmm. taking the chief staff. Yeah. Like whatever. But it's just, it's one of those things where I just, we have to continue to look, look at our young and the sacredness of like their creativity. Sure to uh, see our innovation for our, our world becoming better. Yeah, you know? no, I, I love it. I appreciate you sharing all the sacks, sure. and, and you're still oh, yeah. you're still getting back up, brushing yeah. yourself off, and pushing yeah. forward. So, so my goal, my goal, yeah, my Hail goal, Mary. you said the Hail Mary from Mahomes. The Hail Mary from Mahomes would be caught. Um, yeah, would. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. First um, one to say that, yeah, I love that. Hail Mary from Mahomes would be caught, and I would say, man, um, it would be a multitude of things. It would be just my coffee shop being opened in mm-hmm. 2021, yep. my uh, business endeavor uh, being invested in in 2021, and then 
like I would just as a lofty goal because you said it, yeah. three hundred thousand dollars in sales and the insurance. Let's go. So yeah. like that would be pretty awesome. We got it on tape. Yeah, it's on tape. <laughs> now hold you to my it. insurance <laughs> company is gonna hold me to it. So there you go. Good deal, man. Well, we really appreciate you sharing those those questions, the answers. Um, you know, as far as uh, the business side, we're gonna go ahead and wrap that up. That's fine. Let's chop it up. Chop Let's it chop up, it up. So Let's go. man, what did you think about this showcase of of Mahomes magic? Because we love giving the guests the first take. Uh, of the most recent game. And, and so with that being said, time's yours. Are you surprised? <laughs> true. I mean, Chiefs I mean, fans probably not, right? <laughs> I will tell you this one play. I will tell everyone this one play. When I knew Mahomes was the real deal was when I was playing at K-State. Mahomes had the ball going into the end zone on the 45, on the right hash. He's in shotgun, fakes it to whoever... He's rolling to his right. Jordan Wilkins, who's playing in – or Jordan uh, – Willis. Willis, thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Rockers boy. From yeah. Rockers. Okay. Is okay. chasing after him, and Mahomes just stiff arms him like he's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like he's nothing. He's a big dude. He's a big he's, dude. He, people he's don't like, realize that. He's like 6'5", yeah. yeah. 280 pounds. And in yeah. college – I don't know who he runs now, but in college he was like a 4'6". Mm-hmm. At that yeah. weight, that's insane. That's I mean, we crazy. called him man child sometimes yeah. just because yeah. he, he came in like a hoss. And he was awesome, dude, real quiet. But Mahomes rolls around. He rolls the entire side of the field. He throws from his 40 on the left hash, rolling to his left, yeah. <laughs> throws it across the field to the right. The, the touchdowns, right? You got the end zone yeah. back and you got the pylons. He threw it to the right, complete opposite side of the field, right at the pylon. That is nuts. Double like, coverage. Yeah. Double coverage, corner over the top, perfect pass. Just right here, bro. And we watch it on TV, but like I had a very brief stint in high school. You obviously played at a way higher level than I did, but to actually experience that on the yeah. field, I can only imagine as a player, you're just like, oh, Crap! Yeah, yes. like, this guy is. A, oh, a dude, beast. Uh, Coach Hayes, he threw his uh, his headset down. I never seen something explode that small <laughs> into that many millions of pieces. But bro, like he threw that. <laughs> it was so funny because our GA was like picking up all the pieces, and he was like, "There was nothing we could have done." Like he's like, <laughs> yeah. "There was nothing." And so I guess to this week, man, like the statistics, the just the firepower, man. I just think about. Three minutes to go, and we're down two scores. You still can't even be yeah. safe. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just with the weapons we have, and the way that he utilizes the entire uh, team. Uh, yeah, I, it's 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 legendary. Well, every time I sit down to write this script, I always feel like I'm talking about the three same things. It's like Mahomes a god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Travis and Tyreek are going off, and yep. the defense did an all right job. Yeah. You know, not not got nothing to write home about, but yeah, they get us to win, and so like. You know, obviously, Hill had that historic quarter, which we've been talking about all week, so we won't get into that. But 203 yards, two touchdowns. Like, he is – I think he's behind, like, him, 1A, 1B with Devonta um, Adams from yeah, sure. uh, Packers. Uh-huh. And, like, I mean, there's no argument anymore. Nope. I mean, he's he's one of the best. And then Travis, he's number three in the league in receiving yards as a tight end, which is absolutely absurd. At one point, they were number one and number two before DK That's came and had his money not shown. That's but – just absolutely insane performances. The defense ended up showing up. Chris Jones has been an animal this year. He's mm-hmm. number two behind Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. And Patrick's great. And then Pinnell's been as well. amazing. Yeah. I want to tell MV Pinnell, baby. Yeah, I love that yeah. grip. And Nadi, dude. 
Come on, yeah. give some love to those big guys. Yeah, I know <laughs> you, you got to. to. They keep me safe. So, so with that awesome performance, let's look to capitalize, right, and yeah. move forward. Do it again. We, we don't have knock on wood as big of a, uh, a opponent or competition this week, but we can't look past them, right? Mm-hmm. I have a keys to victory coming up, which I'll talk about a potential trap game. But you know, with this Sunday night matchup with with the Broncos, uh, what are your first thoughts uh, on this game? Uh, man. Drew Lock, take some notes, man, because it's it's there's no there's just no way. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's it's funny. I I try really hard not to laugh because uh, <laughs> when I play at K State, I told my parents to go to the KU games because it was the only chance they would watch me play. No lie, like I wasn't gonna start, and I was okay with that. Not not offended by any means, like no lie. Um, but that's that was like the home court advantage. When we played KU, we, yeah. we whooped the smack out of them, yeah. right? And so, like, this feels so similar to that where Drew Locke's like, yeah, you can come, like, mom, dad, like, you may not want to come to this game. Like, it's <laughs> it's going to be really bad. Like, yeah. I mean, Matthew's got out for me, and this yeah. I'm going against my home. dominated him last time. Yeah, what is it, like, I mean, 43 to 16? There's yeah. just, well, and... Yeah. <laughs> Who was the team that had the backup quarterback? Was that that was uh, the the receiver that was? Oh yeah, it was team? it was the Broncos. It was the Broncos. Week. Yeah, they had everyone out with K-Hinton COVID or something. Yeah, like they that. brought him yeah. up on the practice. And and, and so yeah. I, I I don't know. Like I I know I heard that he's playing. Um, but it might be a game like you might want to be like I think I got the COVID back. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Like it's just bow out. Yeah, yeah. And they they they're down and I, I, so. But I'm one of those people that I. I'm not going to say that it's an easy win, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that it's just mm-hmm. not in my nature. So, I mean, you still need to execute the same way. We, yeah. if, if, if we're talking on those terms, in all sure. honesty, Tyreek Hill should have 450 yards. <laughs> yeah. in those super, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. serious. Like, you know, sure. if, it, what we thought was historic last week will not meet this yeah. week if, if we prepared the same way. And, sure. and I think the uniqueness of that, too, is – Man, I just love our coach, man. Yep. Yep. And it's Coach Chez. I want to say Coach Chez. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It was tough riding the keys to victory this week. I was like, there shouldn't be any. It's like, we know what we need to do. This is a really easy game for us. And that's terrible. My mind's going that way. But yeah. we as Chiefs fans are just so blessed because we have this phenomenal core of players mm-hmm. that just dominate every single team we play against. But if I had to chalk it up to just a couple of points, don't look, overlook this one. It's a trap game. You, you hinted on that, right? Um, you know, have another Bucks offensive performance. We were kind of led in the previous game by our defense and yep. special teams. Yep. Pringle had that return, had yeah. some interceptions with Sorensen. So let's have some offensive performance against them this time. Um, and then I want to see Frank Clark and Chris Jones just eat. Yeah, we haven't had to. like a game with multi-sack the last performance. Time we've from had had a can sack. we go? Can, yeah, yeah I know. and right. But so I would say though. I want to see Gay, man. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. He played dude. one snap last. He game. played one snap last game, and I want to see. Mm-hmm. And Jeez. I want to see um, Armani Watts play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really He's been special teams. Yeah, those guys mm-hmm. are real special teams, and I think and, and maybe specific packages or, or downs, but sure. I I think that, you know, when I look at the complete team we had last year, mm-hmm. we had all of our linebackers, Reggie Raglan, those guys were doing a lot of the work in those blitz down situations. Yeah. And right. I feel like if we had the speed of gay. Oh. I know. True. I mean, Specs defense is hard to like get in your first year, which is why I think he'll come out and be like a breakout player next yeah, year. But again, sure. I hope down this playoff stretch, like you remember last year after we lost to the Titans, the defense kind of shored up afterwards in the home stretch. And yes. hopefully they're just trying things out and mm-hmm. just, you know, I mean, hopefully they shore up and we're good for the playoffs. I mean, if anything, the one thing that I have liked this year is actually our 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 uh, our backfield 
has actually, I mean, you can look at the statistics, but if you challenge it, by this time last year, we were have we had more passing yards against us. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that our our and and this every year it's more pass happy. So keep that in mind. True. And so I I think our corners honestly have oh, they've been playing great, played phenomenal. Yeah. Next to the Raiders, which mm-hmm. we we all talk about because that was the one game that sure really stands out. The but, anomaly. And then you add DeAndre Baker too coming up here, yeah, like ramped up quickly. Yeah. yeah, we got a great young core, and like that's why I was always so excited to play the Broncos this year because I thought they had the same young core. They're gonna put it together, but sure. COVID and injuries kind of knocked them out uh, early. Um, so they don't, don't have we'll the coach. I don't, they don't. They, they don't. don't have I don't think the NGO is going to do it. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but the, the Chargers scare me more than the Broncos. I know. And I the Raiders. I mean, who knew? Tyrod had to get stabbed in the lung for us to figure <laughs> yeah. out Herbert was their next guy. He's but a beast, man. Yeah. Let's get into predictions. Yeah. So yeah. last last week Grant had thirty five to twenty seven. You were thirty five twenty eight. Um, mm-hmm. You actually took over first place in the standings. So Let's congrats go. for that. I had thirty eight to thirty one. So I'm uh, I'm I'm about. Forty points back. So, uh, TJ, what is your score prediction for this game? All right, I'm gonna. She's your favorite by fourteen, by the way. Yeah, so I'm actually gonna play the devil's advocate. They're not gonna cover. Okay. Okay. I see. And they're gonna win by a field goal. And it's going to be. be, Yeah, I think it's. I think it's gonna be like. One of those weird, like, the Colts 21 to 19. Yeah. Like, how do they get that? Be a Drew Locke revenge game. And then 23 or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just seeing something real odd. Okay. 23 to what you said? I say, I say 21 19. 21 19? Yeah. Okay. I'll go. I think we're still going to hang some points on them. Um, 38. Uh, Broncos still get three touchdowns. 21. Uh, 38 21. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with 33 to 24. Yeah, okay. I don't think we cover either. I, I think I like it. it's just one of those games where we played so well. Yeah. Um, but I also don't think that Andy's going to have a very sophisticated game plan. We, I think it's going to go out there, execute, rely on Mahomes to make plays, but we're not going to show anything. When's the last time we won by 30? <laughs> I mean, I know. I, I mean, I'm just looking back at that. I mean, it was against the Broncos. It probably was against the Broncos. But yeah. uh, but I just, I just, I mean, look at the game last week. We were up 20, what, were we up 28-0 at one point? 17 nothing. 17 nothing. Yeah. You know, and we didn't We keep, left points on the field, we too. We left points we on the field. And, and and we played to their, I, I sometimes I feel like we played to, like, their emotion. And, yeah. and we're a hype team sometimes. I hate to say that, but we're yeah. a, a little We ride that momentum heavily. We really do. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey's doing cocaine. No, I'm <laughs> I mean, they're just—they're excited about what yeah. they're doing, and I love—I love that passion. Yeah. Right at the yeah. professional era, like that's really missed, and yeah. so I, I love that passion. So, yeah. yeah but I do think um, we we just habitually play to our opponents sometimes. Yeah, I agree. Man, I'm excited. Yeah. I well, hopefully it's not. Uh, hopefully we can tell oh, you you're dead wrong. Uh, <laughs> Please. But, yeah, we'll on the see. show next week. Tell but, me. Yeah, Sunday night wrong. football. I'm excited yeah. for it at home, too. You got to let Mahomes shine in the spotlight. You know, yeah. Yeah. So. Awesome. Well, TJ, thanks so much for being with us. For it was sure. awesome. Appreciate you, And talk with you. Uh, yeah. But that does it for week 13 mm-hmm. of Talking Chop. Uh, whether you're listening on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, make sure to subscribe and follow mm-hmm. us all season long, even though we are coming to a close yeah. here. Yeah. We should have a, a longer run in the playoffs like last year. Oh, but uh, follow us along. We'll uh, interview some of uh, Kansas City's top execs personalities. Uh, but, again, thanks for being with us this yeah. week. Guys, uh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was a good time. But uh, we'll catch you all next week. And, as always, Go Chiefs. Chiefs.